You're listening to the Haley on the Daily podcast. I'm Haley, but you already knew that. And I'm Valeria. And this is the podcast where every week there's a new trend and the laughs never end. Great. Let's get started, you guys. Happy hump day, everybody. We are so excited that you're listening to this episode. Let's just say you're going to love it. Cuddle up, buttercup, because we're taking a deep dive into the L word. L is for the way you guys know it's gonna be valentine's day this week so we are doing our very first valentine's episode and we literally can't wait for you guys to listen so get excited Hey, Valeria. So happy that you're here. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on? Nothing much. We're wearing our Valentine's outfits, and I would say we look super cute and lovable. We're like a cute little pink team. We look like those sugar candies that you get around Valentine's Day to say, like, be mine. You're cute. Can confirm. I am sweet. Ooh. Um, I actually like those chocolate candies. They're delicious. I don't have a favorite Valentine's Day candy. I think it's chocolate. I don't care about chocolate that much. <laughs> I do like the ones that, like, I like in a chocolate box that you don't know which one you're getting. I like the gross ones that people say. Like, I like the one with the strawberry in the middle. I like the ones with the orange in the middle. Do you like the coconut rum one? No. That one's good. No, no, no. No, no, no. But you're a little Puerto Rican beauty, I'm a so. tropical gal. Tropical. Um, I'm, I'm an island girl. Island girl. Um, do you see that the island boys uh, got their house raided this week because an uh, arrest of... They arrested a guy who might be convicted of an eight-year-old's murder. So they're really running with the best, the best, aren't they? Those two weird twins? The Island Boys, yeah. That's what they're called, the Island Boys? Yeah. <laughs> they look like they've been running ragged on a deserted island, that's they, for sure. Yeah. Honestly. No shade. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a vibe like that, if that's your aesthetic, babe, go get it. Okay, so as always, we do start off with our apologies just to like, just to... Just to have, like, feminine guilt and just feel always apologize. The feminine urge to apologize. Always, yes, that's what I wanted to talk about. It's like, you have it so strong. It's not strong in me. I feel like I do apologize a lot, but you really feel you, like... You, you apologize to- when it's right, and I apologize because I can't stand myself. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's actually, like, really true. Okay, cool. So, um, do you have an apology from last week's episode? I do. Okay. <clears throat> I want to formally apologize for screaming in your eardrums at the beginning of last week's episode. I felt it. I know you felt it. We all felt it. Thank you. Um, as always, um, consistently every week, I have no apologies because I've never said anything I don't mean. That's a yeah, I don't mean that either. Um, but I don't have any apologies because every single episode, I literally can't remember what I said. Yeah. It, like, leaves my body. Amnesia. Yeah. I literally wake Must up and be like, nice. <gasps> Trying to get like you, my boy. <laughs> Must be nice. Um, yeah, but I'm really excited about this episode. Okay, wait. We can't talk about that yet. We have to talk about um, our songs. Mm-hmm. We have to talk about As our, always. Our love... Oh, sorry. We have to talk about our toxic traits, if we have any. And we also need to talk about um, what we learned. And I think we should do... The Grateful Valentine's Edition. Ooh, like, what are you grateful, grateful for, for your boo? Okay. What does your boo do that you're grateful for? Yeah. So, from the top, make it drop. That's some wet ass. Ooh. 
Is that What's what your you're favorite song? For? Oh, you were doing songs. Yeah. Okay. Let's do let's do grateful songs. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Okay. So what I are you am for? I am grateful for Dan's stability. I feel like that mm. is a very very important thing that I needed in a partner that I feel like I get and I don't think most people would appreciate that but since my my beginning journey of my life was so rickety rockety that having stability every day and like knowing that your partner's going to be there through thick and thin is like I feel like the most beautiful why are you doing this oh my I God, love I it ew I hate cheese okay we have to get over this but Aww. I'm just I'm appreciative of Dan's stability I'm a romantic baby I am a naughty. to me Dan you are like a lighthouse in a wild and turbulent sea Ooh, that's like so poetic that's that's how I see your love mm-hmm. for Dan and Dan as a big strong boy. Big strong boy. The prince of everything in this home. Aww. The sweet prince. My little uh, <laughs> Your little muffin. cream puff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are you grateful for, Peyton? Princess uh, Pepe. My princess Pepe. <laughs> uh, I'm grateful that we have traversed a wide and adventurous road together. It's not all... Every rose has its thorns. Ooh. You know what I mean? And I feel like I have a beautiful garden with rich, rich soil. Ooh. And sometimes you're going to find a stinkhorn in there. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That was a really good callback. Yeah. Um, I would say that's very beautiful, and I don't even have to make a poetic, symbolic... Like, uh, what is it? Like, imaginary thing after that? Because that was, like, really good on its own. So. Thank you. Um, great. Thank you so very much. you want to get into our songs? We This week we're doing two songs. Um, because just in case you're having, like, one of two Valentine's Days, we want you to have, like, bangers that you can use either way. So, like, yeah. if you're super in love, we've got a song for you. And if you're super, like, excuse me, fuck that bitch, um, we've got a song for you as well. Yeah. Haley said something last week that really stayed with me. And... She said that Valentine's Day is also, like, very much Independence Day. You don't need to have a partner to, to love and celebrate love Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, you have Valentine's Day. And honestly, like, go get you some treats. Go get you some whatevers and cuddle up at home and spoil the hell out of yourself. Exactly. Or just, like, say fuck it to another um, corporate yeah. event. Uh, what is it called? Holiday. Uh, corporate holiday, yeah. Corporate holidays. Yeah. You know, save your, your money. Yeah, or, yeah, save your money, run a bath, get on TikTok, have some fun. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Do or it, just do fucking it. slide another little $50 in your savings account. Slide into your favorite celebrity's DMs. And oh, just my gosh. And you love yes. them. Yes. Okay, all <laughs> of the single folks out there, take a stab at it. Yeah. Let and us then, know. And let us know. Yeah. If you get a little DM back, you're welcome for being your very Jason own matchmaker. Hello. Um, so let's get into the songs of the week. Okay, you go first. Okay. Let's do love song first or breakup song first. Okay, I think breakup song first. Okay, I have a special adoration for breakup songs, even though I've literally been in like a 10-year relationship. I also love breakup songs. There's something about a good breakup song that is a banger. Just wanting to like punch something and you're like, I'm in a very nice relationship, so I don't know what's going on. There's a zest. Yeah. You know? It's making me think of another breakup song that I like. Yeah. So on this week's um, 
song of the week. This song is called Pick Up Your Feelings by Jasmine Sullivan. Oh, I love Jasmine this Sullivan. This woman can sing. sing. Like, the edit, oh the music oh editing on this is insane. No, she's crazy. She's literally a... Oh my god, I have goosebumps. I cannot yes, wait. Yes, this is so, wait. so good. And I think we have to give this a good 45 seconds. Okay. Let it rip. Okay, let it rip because <laughs> this is a badass bitch song. Okay. Let's get it. The audio engineering is crazy. She starts singing. motherfucking banger. Oh, that, feels like a, that feels like a tease. If, if you see me in my car in traffic bigger. scream singing, this is likely the song that Don't I am bumping. It just gets better from there. Like she, the no, roasts get, on this song it, is so good. Also too, it gets, like even at that first hook, I have goosebumps. The second and third, we're building. She builds it. And it's like from the jump. Incredible. Oh, God. We're going to have to listen to this after the podcast. Seriously. Blast it. Even if you're in a relationship, just like. Just let them fucking know. Like, put this in your car on the way to the date. You feel me? Yeah, 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 yeah. This will make you put you in your feels and remind you, like, of the badass how you are. Exactly. I also think that with specific songs like this, there's something so enriching about the reminder that you can forget about, like, you don't have to think and dwell and be stuck in weird funks of a relationship. Like, sometimes you can pull your shit together and be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm about to do me. Yeah. I love myself. I don't need your ass. Goodbye. Um, New phone, who is this? I really am sad because there's a song that I will, like, turn up all the way and scream like and kind of cry towards the end in my car with when I'm in a marriage and a very happy yeah. relationship it just it, like, hits puts different. me there and um this is not that song so sorry to do you want to think about what that is if I think of it I will I will definitely well, we can always just do a random back. song yeah yeah, yeah exactly but uh, the but, one you chose is really good so yeah, go so ahead this is a throwback I actually it randomly popped up in my head in the shower two days ago and I was like singing it in the shower and Dan was like stop please so get ready for this one. What? Standing ovation. I love the first line. <laughs> you look so dumb right now. Hey, standing outside my house. Oh 
my gosh, it's so good. Trying to apologize. You're, You're so, so ugly when you cry. Please. Just cut it out. I love this part. Don't tell me you're sorry cause you're not. Baby, when I know you're only sorry, you got caught. Oh my god, how to tell you about that? Yo, we like really turned up with that one. It really had me going. Okay, so um, when I was in high school, um, I had never, like I was in a relationship with this guy for like three years. And I started kind of getting a little sticky towards like year two. And um, I would go into his house and whatever. We would take naps, air quotes. And, um, excuse me. And She's been um, sipping on that bubbly. I'm on, uh, yeah, I'm on La Beach Blum LaCroix. And I'm so sorry that I have been burping. Dan would kill me. He would never listen to this podcast. <laughs> Literally would kill me. Um, okay, so anyways, I randomly had the inkling to go through my ex, or sorry, my boyfriend's phone at the time uh-oh and i did it's the and intuition I found it so many things like uh-oh. So, i mean i'm talking like it was a gold mine like no it was a gold mine of him he's texting sloppy it. nasty the worst <gasps> he gone how dare you <laughs> bye you look so dumb right now you look really dumb right now oh uh, anyway so i wake him up <gasps> and then wake he, your ass and up then, bitch and then, and then he immediately gaslights me he's like why did you go through my phone i'm like why are you texting 10 hoes baby <laughs> yeah, so um, then he starts like bawling, crying, snot coming of out of his mouth. Of I'm course. so sorry. Like, I, I don't know why you're doing this to me, blah, 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 gaslighting me. And I felt, I started feeling bad. And I was like, no, bitch. Think of Rihanna. Don't tell me you're sorry you got caught. Boom. Baby, when I know you're only sorry you got caught. Uh, because that's how I felt. I was like, you are literally only remorseful right now, crying and snotting down your face because you <laughs> literally got caught. Yeah, and yeah. And that's it. So get me the fuck out of here. I think if you're going to have the audacity to cheat, you need to have the will and the tenacity to yes. face your consequences yeah. when you get caught. Well, also too, like, and don't be just a little take baby. Responsibility and move the fuck on. Exactly, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, all the cheaters who get caught, they're always like sob story, wow, yeah. wow, wow. Like, shut the fuck up and be like, you know what? You're right. I fucked up bad, yeah. and yeah. I haven't been good to you. Yeah, I also think that like with cheating, like it's a it happens to so 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 many relationships, and it happen. And I do think. You know, everybody's situation is different, but um, I know this is, like, obviously so obvious, but I feel like if Beyonce could get cheated on, anybody can get cheated on, so it's not a you, you always pro- say It's this. not a you problem. It's a they problem. It's, it's their a, problem. Like, yeah. if they... If, if you want to if, if you want to cheat on your partner, you're going to cheat on your partner. If you don't want to cheat on your partner, you're not going to cheat exactly. on your partner. So... When you find out, like, this year or maybe recently you found out that somebody's cheating on you, that has nothing to do with you and your self-worth. That has to do with them and their lack of self-worth or whatever, their lustful mind or whatever. They 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 were filling a void. You know what I mean? So And don't you forget it, babe. So I'm just saying that, like, um, you know, cheating is never fun and whatever, but it happens to us. It's happened to me. and um, It's happened get, to pretty much everyone on this and planet. And you can get through it, but I just think it's so annoying, too, with cheating. Like, if you are, like, kind of have one foot out the door, just put the other foot out the door, because if you're not in it, you're not in it. Like, get out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just, I, I don't know. It's just a weird, but we should talk about the positives and, like, love. And yeah, I think cheating. it's fine to just be, like, 
I mean, it's a real part of having relationships. It is. It's a real part of just life. And I mean, I think in society, cheating can be running rampant because we have such a high pressure for, say it with me, y'all, monogamous relationships. Ew, boo. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> uh, we're both like very mono over here. I'm but monogamous as fuck, baby. I've been I've been up, down, and all around. Hey, with the labels. Yeah, but I think that also relationships don't have to be cookie cutter. They don't have to be vanilla. They, they can don't... be exactly what you and your partner. You get to DIY to, it. It's no one's business except for y'all's. None of y'all's business. Um. Okay. Cool. So should we get into our love song? Yeah. Oh my god, okay. I forgot we had one more song. Yeah. So I'm I have a such a split right now. So do I. Okay, I only ever listen to love songs, so I feel like my love song's just what as intense song? as my breakup song. Um Okay, so this I feel like this song to me is like everybody's giving a okay, okay, and it's also a throwback again, but this song I feel I like I swear to god, if you put Usher you my, will always be my baby. My yeah, my, oh, my, oh, oh, my, my, oh. Okay, no, it's So not. sorry about that. I'll apologize next week. Per- this is just karaoke episode. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, this song is a song that I feel like goes to every single one of your family members and every single person Aww. that you've ever loved in your life. I okay. Like. Okay. Um, and I feel like this is kind of Do how, I know this? Yes. Okay. I think it's, like, how I love. Like, I feel like when I love somebody, like, I love them all the way, all the way. I'll literally do anything, but I feel like that's kind of, like, that's almost true. to my detriment. You're but, a like, very loyal friend and lover. Thank you. Oh, God. Okay, here we go. Oh, this is it's sweet. It's such a good one. It's called that Making Up My Love by Adele, and it's so cute. This is the star of the show. Dun, dun. I had another song, but I just feel like this one just, like, transcends the, the test of time. That is true. I feel like Dan and I dance to this song. I feel like I need to change my love song now. I, oh, I changed mine last minute, because I'll... Okay. When the rain is blowing in your face And the whole world is on your face I could offer you Okay, anyways, um, really quick, this was the runner-up, just because I feel like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay, this is from Tyler Childers. All Yorn. This is a very cute song. I like what he says in this line. It's like, I'll love you till my lungs give out. Okay, just wait for the... I guess I can... Jesus, where... All yours. And you're all mine. Okay, anyways. How cute is that? that But it's a cute one if you, like, ever feel like you love somebody. Anyways. I guess we can just do... Give the people what they want. Four songs. All songs are loves. Actually, we're going to give them six songs because I can give kind of a different flair. But this this song that came out of nowhere, The Woodwork, I thought about it this week. It popped up, then I was like, "Mm," but now it's back. Okay. Let's 
Let's so I'll do it. this one and then my R&B one. Okay. This is one of my favorite songs ever. It just reminds me of Peyton and like, oh. it's cute. I always daydream about it. Okay, ready? This is called, I'm sure a lot of people know it, Texas Sun. Oh, that's cute. The lyrics are so, so cute. This is a very cute song. It makes me want to, like, ride in the car and, like, snuggle up. Arizona. Yeah, exactly. You're on a journey. The words are coming. I want them to Let's get Frank I'm not okay right now. Shut up. Let's wait till the good. What's the cute part? Hold on. Krangbin. <laughs> Krangbin featuring Leon Bridges. Yeah, I knew it was Leon Bridges. Where is it? Has okay, they song. talk about being like cuddled up in Texas, but I couldn't find the part and I fucked up the name. I am so sorry. Texas Sun, Leon Bridges, it'll pop up, then you'll look at the title and understand why I struggled with the name. Okay, so that was my first one. <laughs> and here's my the one that I said I was going to genuinely show for this week, okay? Okay. It's called Hours and Hours by Mooney Long. From the moment that I heard the song, I have been critically obsessed. So let's get into it. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. I don't usually do this, but um. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can I sing to you? Honestly, DJ streams. That was that's this oh. song is sexy. It is. It it's is hot. It's like everything. Okay, wait. That actually gets me into our first topic, which is like, what do you listen to to get in the mood? Do you have a mood playlist, like a sexy playlist or an idea? Like, I feel like Dan and I always listen. This is so funny to like Khaled radio or Khaled station. That's and we're cute. Like, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you? That saying? like sets the mood. You like yeah. randomly start playing. And you're like, babe. <sighs> That's how you let him know? No, I think he actually did that. That's Not sweet. Me. That's yeah, cute. I, I like, I always have a song playing in my Smooth head. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. Oh my God. Uh, Anything? That was, okay. That was good. Thanks. Whoa. <laughs> um, I would say, weirdly. Is her name Sade? Sade. Is it Sade? Who sings that? 
I'm not sure. Is it or is it Sade? S A D E. Oh, Sadie. Is it Sadie? I don't know. Or Sade. I'm not sure. She has some good. We need to make like a love playlist. I think we could kill it. We would kill. All of my playlists are pretty much love playlists. Um, but to kind of answer your question, weirdly, me and Peyton don't listen to music. To spice things up. Well, we kind of do. When we cook, we play music and we'll like squeeze some butt cheeks and hug and like smooch. But if you're talking about like heating things up in the bedroom, we just put on ambiance in the back with like rain falling or something. Yeah. It's not like Uh, a playlist. We don't usually play music because it doesn't, it would last like one song. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm just saying. Hey, quality over quantity, am I right? like. I'm just saying, that was honestly a joke. That was a okay, joke. My, it's a joke. Okay, I'm next week, I'm going to be like, winky. Yeah. No, uh, next week I'm going to be like, I have an apology. Yeah, yeah. her um, first apology. My first. That Dan made her. He's yeah. standing He's in like the holding, corner, yeah. Yeah, holding my neck. Kill them. Um, it's only been like two times, but it, usually like if we have like a little staycation or yeah. if it's like a thing, but I just think it's cute. Like, I wonder if people do that. But, I, all, like, I would say 95% of the time we don't do that. But I'm just saying. Yeah, we typically don't play. Even in the house when we're both listening to music, I have my own stuff that I listen to. So when we're listening together, we put on, like, the gardening playlist. And it's, like, super cute <laughs> yeah. songs. Dan has a very different uh, music taste than me. But we have the same music taste at the same time. Like, I don't know how that works. But, yeah. like... His music is so much different because I'm very like R&B and he's very much like, I don't know. Coldplay? No, not Coldplay, but it's like John A. Radio and like Still Woozy and that kind of stuff. I love Still Woozy. Yeah, so like that's his like vibe, but mine's usually not that vibe, but I can always like enjoy his music and he can always enjoy mine. Yeah. And we know each other's both of our musics, but it's just like a very nice blend. Like I don't think I could be with somebody who has like certain music genre taste that's so I'm not even joking funny that you say that because in the past when I've been single or whatever yeah. it it can make you or break you mm-hmm. if you send me a song that mm-hmm. I do not care about like if we don't have something that I'm like ooh, that's zesty yeah. I mean it's not gonna make me be like I don't like okay, you. the worst okay so deal breaker not even joking I would take a chipped tooth over this I like have a chipped tooth no i'm talking about like yeah bad, you know right um i would take literally like flip-flops and jeans over this if you send me one of these kind of songs you're done look at this photograph oh no anything on 94 he's five, like the this buzz, is what makes me think of kill you. me don't don't 95 no. the buzz that's hilarious 94 five the buzz oh. ew anything alternative she doesn't mean those hurtful words i do um, I stand by that statement. One of the... Avenged sevenfold. One of the things that made me think Peyton was super attractive was that she would show me songs I had never heard before, yeah, and that s- shit hit. Oh, yeah. Like, she would send me ones I've never heard, and I also fucking liked them. Yeah, yeah, that's So I was crazy. like, what? Whoa. She still does that to this day. She's like, I found a new song, sends it to me. I'm like, this shit hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hot. Very hot. It's a, it's a make or break, I think. Music is such, like, we connect through music, but, um, yeah, so, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about love languages? Do you want to talk about, like, turn-ons and turn-offs? Do you want to talk about uh, toxic traits? Do you want to talk, what do you want to talk about? I think we can just naturally segue into the next topic, which, obviously, we kind of hit on a little bit 
leading up to this week, which is love languages, what mm-hmm. you like, what you don't mm-hmm. like, what you think Dan appreciates that you could care less about yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. Um, do you know your love language? I think I do. Let's state the love languages okay. so everybody's on the same page. Okay. So there's this author that talks about, well, I don't know who writes it, but um, there are five different languages. Love languages, and here are, here they are. Acts of service, Mm -hmm. physical touch, words of affirmation, gift giving, can't forget, I can't remember the last one. Um, Starbucks? (laughs) Words of affirmation, gift giving, uh, physical touch, quality time. Quality time. Quality time, there it is. Um, and so usually, typically, if you're not familiar with this, usually what you give the most is what you want, want to receive. To receive. Projection. But your partner might not have that. So um, if you want to know what your partner's love language is, a telltale sign would be what they're giving you the most. Right? So do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I have also invented a sixth one, which is initiative. I think initiative is a super important factor in a relationship. That is, honestly, I will right now adopt that. Yeah. Um, my personal love languages, I think, are physical touch and I'm really torn between, uh, words of affirmation and quality time. Right. Because those are, like, so hard. Right. Well, I think that, like, a way to... But um, within quality time, you can get words of affirmation. Also, quality times usually ta- is, like, deep discussions, watching yeah. shows. Like, you know, so it's probably... They kind of mix in together. Um, but you, what I would say to really define which one you mostly are is look at the inverse of it. So, like, if words... I feel like words are can be very harsh for you. So, like, if you're talked to in some type of way, that would hurt you more than if you weren't getting the quality time that you needed. Yeah, I think you know maybe saying? I am words of affirmation. Yeah. I'm, I'm such I'm, a words person. A, you are. You're a word person. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, let's go with that. Physical touch and words of affirmation. I think that, I think you hit it on the head. So, yeah. what do you think Peyton's is? I think hers are acts of service and physical touch. And I would say... Yes. Mm-hmm. Just from observation. Yeah. Um, you never really know behind closed doors. But you know, and I, I think yeah. it shape shifts. Yeah. I think in certain times of yes. our lives, depending on what we're going through, we do different things. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it can influence, it can be influenced by how we were raised as well. Like I grew up, I can't enter my house without giving my parents a hug and a kiss. Aw. Yeah. It's like. It definitely isn't. It's definitely it's influenced big, by big that. deal. My parents, like my dad would hug me if I cried. My mom never hugged me. Um, Which is funny because you and I, like, hardly hug. Yeah. I'm not a big hugger. Yeah. Also, I've got two, like, mommy milkers, so I don't like, (laughs) I don't like pressing them into people. I understand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But I feel so much towards people, and I feel, Yeah. but I, it's very hard for me to go. I sometimes, I have, at work, in a professional setting, I have had to specifically train myself not to, to touch. touch people. Because yeah. I, when I speak, it's I your grab blood. your shoulder. Yeah. I hold your arm. I go like... Yeah. I, I would probably touch people's faces if yeah. it wasn't weird. What's funny is like if I truly love you, I feel like I want to touch your face. I want to touch yeah. your hands. I want to... But 
Like, with my nieces and nephews, with Dan. Yeah. Uh, like, even with my friends, I'm like, oh, so cute. I want to, like, touch their face. But in anything outside of, like, basically my house, I am very much like, do not touch me. Keep hands to yourself. Do not. It doesn't. It doesn't upset me if we bump into each other. It doesn't upset yeah. me if I if you grab my arm. I, I never feel like uh, uh, like triggered by anything. But um, I've definitely told many male coworkers I don't want you to touch me, and it's not even if it's a shoulder. Don't touch my shoulder. Yeah. Don't grab me. Don't grab my arm. Don't uh like nothing. There's definitely Literally, don't touch my hair. Don't there's touch, boundaries. Yeah, and I don't. I just don't. I I'm saying it like there's even like you know like friends that I'll have at work that I'm like, I don't want to hug. Yeah. I literally don't want to hug you. Like, I don't want to, so I'm letting you know that And you I don't need to do that every single time. Well, also, too, like, I just feel like it's unnecessary, but I also understand when people are huggers because, like, they're, like, just trying to show you, like, hi, like, hi, like, you know, and I'm like, that's fine, but I just don't want to. Like... Right. I've told female co- co-workers, like, I have, like, this, this one memory of this girl, she would hug every single person, every single shift, and I'm like, I almost said her name... Uh, let's just call her Sailor Moon. I do not want to be hugged by you, and I'm sorry about it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, going into my love languages and Dan's love languages, uh, I think that really, if I'm being truthful, I'm an all of the above. Okay. That's what makes a thriving relationship. I'm like, I'll take the words of affirmation. I'll take the physical touch. I'll take the quality time. I'll take some gifts, and I'll definitely take whatever the last one is. I mean, let's Can't be real. How many it. recipes out there are bomb- with only one or two ingredients. <laughs> Thanks for like supporting me, even though it's so cuckoo. But if I was, if I had to pick two, if I had to pick like this and this, I would say quality time and physical touch. Okay. Or words of affirmation. I don't know. It's one of those. I would quality say. Time, I need the quality time. And I yeah. want to know that I'm badass, but I don't get that. So I'm thinking that it has to be physical touch because that's what I'm giving constantly. Like I feel like I'm constantly right. on Dan. Like, attacking him and, like, hey, look at me. Look at me. Touching, touching, touching. Like, you know? So, right. Like, when we watch TV, I'm, we're always touching. Like, yeah. When we go to sleep, we're always touching. Like, as right. soon as he gets home, I'm jumping on his back. You know what I mean? Yes. So, like, I feel like I'm, that is has to be my main one. Yeah. And then quality time. Like, Dan and I spend a crazy amount of time together. And it, we're not, like, It's really sweet. Yeah. His is definitely acts of service. Like, if I bring his plate of dinner to the table, he's like, bewildered wow and i'm like i'm a natural caretaker so like i'm natural like let me just do everything for you i am too i literally do everything for so that's like works out for both of our partners um and then i think he would also like quality time because he's just like it's not like a me like we have to spend time together it's like a him and i both want to spend as much time together as possible which i I think is not it's not rare with couples but it's like one of the things what do you consider quality time do you consider quality time like i just want to be in your in the room with you while you do your thing i do my thing but we're holding hands or i get to lay on your lap or i get to just quality time for dan and i looks like we make dinner together, we clean our house together, we go to coffee shops together, we t- uh, talk about shows together, we drive, like, we drive, to, I'm, like, we ride everywhere together, so, like, if we both were, need to go uh, to a coffee shop or whatever, we're like, okay, let's ride together, we'll meet at the house and then ride together, so it's, like, literally everything is, like, quality time for us, I feel like. Yeah. Um, we share the same friends, so, like, we spend, like, we... Sp- like he spends a lot of time with my friends and I spend a lot of time with his friends. Yeah. Like, so I think quality time is just like, I think y'all's quality everything. time is warranted as well because you work from home and he works 
yeah. out, you know, he has to drive out to work. So that can be really pressing for some couples who have kids and they both, like, imagine both of you leaving, taking kids, then coming home, it's dinner time. The kids the haven't, you, yeah. yeah, you have to wash the babies. They, the babies haven't seen you. Yeah. Like, I think right now us both independently yeah. as couples are in a really kind of like rare spot yeah. with the majority of our friends. I yeah. mean, not the majority, but like I think quite it, a few. It definitely is like, I can't even imagine. Like, I do think it would be taxing on our relationship if we both worked at an office, came home, had f- f- three hours at the max to make dinner, take, you know, make sure our kids are doing homework, bathing them, feeding them, putting the bed, and then what, watch a 30-minute show? Right. Like, how do you do that? I think that it's really hard, and that's something I've been kind of preparing my mind for, and speaking with Peyton about, like, hey, how do you see our family dynamic developing over the years when we do decide to have a baby? How are we going to prioritize our relationship? Dan and I have talked about this for, like, going on three years now, that, like, we both know that, like, we... Uh, like we want wanted my business to be like flexible like this. So like my photography business like allows for me to probably be like a ninety five percent stay at home mom mm-hmm. when I can do nights and weekends for photo shoots or early mornings and then him go do a nine to five and that just works best for us. But like we both agreed and we both knew that we wanted that. Where like I'm mostly doing the child bearing or the child yeah. like rearing and nurturing and day to day yes because i think we both like value like quality time right so it's like quality time with the kid quality time with um each other quality time like if i can get all of the house the bills the this the kid like then and he can do like the most of the providing and i feel like that works out great for us because i'm not like yeah i mean everybody has different things but you have to think about that you do and i think sometimes it can be difficult to have that like emotional, I don't want to say emotional intelligence because that's not even what I mean. I mean like the living life, life, the living life in general is work, right? Yeah. Like it is work to upkeep your laundry. It is work to clean the kitchen. It is work to eat healthy. Everything yeah. is work and it drains you, yeah. especially when you have children and a partner. So I think you just have to build this tough skin about like what do I want long term and I've been trying to look like yeah what does that look like to so for a busy family with kids and and a partner that you love how do you rekindle that spark right like I've been listening to a lot of psychologists talk about how it's the day-to-day that matters like you might not have a lot of time together but when you do have time are you like relishing in those moments with your partner where are you like grabbing them by the face looking them in the eyes thanking them I love you have a wonderful day sending them texts throughout the day like staying keeping the communication keep the communication alive let them know that even if this world and life is chaos I still remember the you that you've always been and you're going to be yeah so like that's really important and I think that's how people feel loved at the end of the day right like also, there's, like, two things I was thinking of when you were saying that. Like, I think that it also making the time to, like, I've seen relationships flourish mm-hmm. and also diminish, and like, right before my eyes because they were not nurturing and blowing on the flame of their relationship yes. and letting so many things get in the way. 
And, like, I think if you're actively dating and you're pursuing your partner always, then you won't lose sight of that, if that makes sense. But you both have to want it, right? And you both have to work for it because wanting and working is two different things. Yeah, exactly. You have to be an active partner. It's easy for us to sit here and be like, we went to couples counseling and da-da-da-da-da. But then what happens at the end? Right. Like, are you utilizing the tools, right? Like, are you actually sticking to your guns and saying, like, I want to change. One thing that, like, we were struggling with, Dan and I personally, were, like, uh, we become, like, phone drones where we just literally, like, phone zombies. And so we both expressed in different arguments that, like, that was bothering us, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I saw this TikTok, which obviously TikTok is my religion Putting us on. So I literally always talk about it. But um, it, it was a psychologist saying that, like, one thing that stands out between relationships that end and relationships that last the test of time is a simple analogy. And it is when your partner says, look at the pretty bird outside the yes. window, you look at the bird. So stop what you're doing and look at the bird. To put your phone down and look at the bird. It's almost like validating them and being there with because them in that moment. you're sharing that moment with them. So y'all continue to build on something that you two have together, right? You know Versus I mean? saying... Hey, babe, look at this bird. And they're like, babe, I'm driving. Yeah. Yeah. That would let your partner know that you don't care about their experience. You don't care about their curiosity. Or or sharing their experience. And you don't care about sharing their experience. And it might seem small. It might be like, Valeria, shut up. You're... Right. You know, and those are the what you were saying the day to day. Those are the day to day details that keep intimacy alive. Intimacy isn't just about sex and kissing and hugging. It's about emotional intimacy, like genuinely being there for Knowing your partner. Knowing what they're interested in. Like Dan and I have been together nine years, and what we are we were interested in at the beginning are worlds apart from what we're interested in now. Like Dan is obsessed with his Peloton, and he'll talk to me about his favorite trainers and mm-hmm. this and that, and I'm like, great exciting but i'll i'll dig my toes in and like right. listen to that conversation and whatever and he'll talk to me about it. and like we can t- like talk about that and like you know my interests have completely changed so i just think that like um i was gonna say something else that was gonna be profound oh another thing is like it's the same concept as success is built in your daily routine yes success in your relationship is built in your daily routine if you know that your partner likes a made bed take that right. 10 seconds to make the bed initiative you, is big yes. okay let's talk about right. your your love language your your the sixth the sixth sense i think i could not be with someone who did not have initiative yes i think when i think about my relationship with peyton it's definitely not been all like rosy rose but i that's why i'm obsessed with my relationship like i have seen my relate listen all long-term relationships will take you to hell and back up to heaven and i think sometimes too volatile is too volatile you know like if you're in a toxic relationship and someone is berating you physically injuring you gaslighting you talking down to you calling you names that's a different story right but i think all of us have gone through parts of our relationship that are definitely not easy whether it's your partner has anxiety or you have anxiety or you have different habits formed than your partner and you guys are still kind of learning what overwhelms or what helps the household running a household is a big deal um so like me and peyton have worked on our relationships so much the past few years and I feel like we are and I've told you this before like we've been we're better than we've ever been and of course we still have bumps in the road but I think our communication is so much better than ever Uh, yeah um but 
to kind of bring it back to initiative, I feel like that's what kind of saved our relationship is instead of having like a repetitive blowout fight like every week or whatever we tried to utilize the tools that we have been taught by like professional therapists or like having the initiative to learn yourself like let me listen to a relationship podcast let me try to keep an open mind and not let my ego grip me yeah and listen to the lessons that I need to learn like try to become a better person about you and Peyton that like the reason why y'all are still standing is because y'all both want to fix it and get better and work on things and like y'all are both like tending to your relationship's garden and I feel like mm-hmm. then you can you can be you both parties want to want to work so you exactly know what I mean? like, and it's, and like, it's a long-term journey that. yeah it is and even and I feel like you and I have kind of spoken on this a little bit. When the flame is going out on a fire, you blow on it. You tend to yeah. it. You try to bring the spark up again. And it, like, just because you lock down a ring, say that I do's, right? It's not you gonna still matter have work to do. if you yeah. are literally turning your back on your person and not nurturing the relationship. This is a lifelong thing. This is a long term thing. Yeah, and you have to. You go in, in and out, you know? Yeah. I don't think relationships are easy I do wanna by say, any means. I do want to say, though, on the, like, just playing the devil's advocate, like... Is this the Maserati parking situation? No. Okay. I love that one. But um, I do think relation your relationship should be easy. Yeah. Because like, Dan and I, like, I'm, I'm telling you from the moment Dan and I met, like, we clicked, our communication was there, our yeah. trust was there, our foundation was there, and, like, our friendship was real, and so, like... So it has bl- been blin blin blin. Um, it has been nine years, going on ten, going on forever, really. And um, we have had arguments. We have yeah. have ups and downs. He has been depressed. I have been unhappy. We honestly unhappy with not our relationship, but unhappy with things, life, right? right. Um, and really, if I'm being honest, it's been kind of a breeze. Yeah, and. I don't even, I don't even second guess it. Yeah. And I think that that, like, you should know that, like, in your relationship, like, it, it, I don't even, I don't even, like, if we're in a bad fight where I'm calling him a fuck face, <laughs> and that's a terrible thing to say to somebody. Yeah. I know that I'm going to be holding him in my arms very soon, and right. we're going to get through this, and it's not a thing. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no choice for we're not going to work out. Right. There's no option for that. Yeah. Right? So um, I do think that you can have a lasting relationship that is easy and is fun and is smooth. And um, as long as you want to put in the work, like you, yeah. as long as you want to, I don't know. I think that I, that's I very, very, any... very true. I also think that like, I just read a quote this morning, actually, weirdly that we're talking about this, that said having a partner, committing to a partner long-term is committing to a big set of problems that won't ever be solved as well. Because like you and Dan are, I feel like not a rarity, but like not everyone's relationship is a breeze and not everyone, not everyone should say goodbye to their difficult relationship because at the end of the day, it's all about that person's experience. Some people don't have the privilege of growing up in a breezy household with breezy, easy parents who have a great job and money and stability. You went to a great school. You got all the clubs you wanted. You had perfect friends and mm-hmm. beauty and well, you name it. Some people came from like violence or some people came from like a bad mom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not to say that everyone doesn't have, 
everyone on this earth, no matter how good you have it, you have shit. Yeah. You know, you have the trauma, you have the pain. But I think like every relationship has its secret little like box of skeletons. Yeah. Some no, people, exactly. you I know, think that, I think that, uh, it's like the same analogy that I always talk about with like emotional health. Um, yes. Since everybody's been through trauma, including myself, mm-hmm. um, and, and crazy experiences that, you know, you keep influence the, you yeah, as a person. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Influence you as a person. Those, those, that trauma is like paying your taxes. If you don't go through that box, if you don't go through that work, if you don't, then you are going to pay back taxes. You are, there is a day of reckoning. There is a tax collector that comes to your house, knocks on the door and says, hey, where's my money, bitch? Every year, baby. So what I'm saying is, is that like six, like I think that you will be successful in your life if you go through your own skeletons in your closet, pay your back taxes Figure out who you are as a person to find that relationship. And then then you're not seeking and mirroring your trauma with a partner. Exactly. And I think something else to be said here is if you feel like there's nothing wrong with your relationship, but nothing feels quite right. If you're feeling like a gray area in oh, a relationship that's another, that's another, where it's yeah. like there's much to be desired. Yeah. Where you you don't feel seen and you don't feel heard. You don't feel hated or dismissed, but you de- you feel like a ghost. Also, too, I don't like on the flip side of that. Oh, my God. Relationships. We got yeah. t- 10 more episodes on the flip side of that. Don't always be peeking in your neighbor's yard thinking the grass is greener on the other it's side. True. You're always shopping for a better, a better, a better version. It's like, okay. The grass is green where you water it, baby. Yeah. So you know what I, I mean? Just think that like, but my point yes. in saying that was like, also that, that doesn't mean that your relationship is dead, but it doesn't mean that it's alive. If you're feeling like I want a little bit something more, there is room in relationships to say like, Hey babe, let's create a spark. Let's do yeah. something new. Let's go travel. Let's right. go on a trip. You and me, can I give you a massage? Let's try something new in yeah. bed. Like, right. It doesn't have to be regular, regular, like, don't let your relationship be a loop. Or mundane. Mundane. Don't let it be boring. Well, also, too, if they want it to be boring, it's fine. If you want it to be boring, keep on snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's Uh, different. That's all we're trying to say. Yeah. Also, everybody's relationship looks different. So, like, what works for us might not work for you. Yeah. It's the same thing as, like... I know for a fact. I can look at you dead in the eyes right now and say, I am someone's nightmare partner. I can also look at you dead in the eyes and tell you I am many people's nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I am a I am a nightmare shitstorm. And honestly, that's another thing I want to say is like I am lucky and like I feel like I almost shouldn't even be talking on the subject because yes, you should. I am a wild animal, but <laughs> But I think like anyone who has the inside scoop of you and Dan's relationship, it's like this perfect adorable crazy ass like sweet thing that has the universe has conspired like i think a lot of people's perception of dan is that he's like a saltine cracker and he has no personality he has no depth but you know what's good on a saltine cracker a little bit of jelly jam (laughs) oh but what i'm saying is that i feel like i wanted a partner that uh doesn't give everything to the world and I think Dan does that, which is like he doesn't let you in, which makes me want to crack the Da Vinci code. And so I feel like that's what I love about Dan is that I get – he feels like a unicorn where it's like you can't tell the world you found a unicorn because you found the last unicorn. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you have to protect the magic that is that person and that, that – you know what I mean? That thing. Yes. You know? Like it's like – so I feel like it's very – I'm very protective over – 
Like, I prank Dan and we laugh and whatever, whatever, but I am so, like, protective and respectful of, like, the amazing person that he is. And yes. so, like, I've kind of, like, it's my unicorn. It's my secret. Like, it's not right. yours and I don't have to prove it to you. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I, I can kind of echo your sentiment there by saying that a huge... What I hold in high regard in my relationship is that I want to preserve my partner's confidence at all times. And that's something that she's been so generous with me as well. Like, I mean, I'm sure it's similar in hetero relationships. Like, love is love. Relationships are relationship. But there's not been one time in my relationship where Peyton has made me doubt that I... I'm not beautiful or like when I am when I'm like oh I look like this I don't like how I look I'm this I haven't gone to work out blah 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 every time without a seed of doubt she is like you're beautiful you're perfect as you are I adore you like she hasn't dropped the ball once no I let me just do you one better with a heteronormative relationship I have not caught Dan looking at a person a girl one time and I've never had him even allude to I look like a gargoyle. Not one time. <laughs> Not one time. Yeah. I'm like, I've said some things like, I have slipped. Like, I... I you mean, said you look like beef jerky today? No, I'll just be like, hey... Like, I don't even want to say it. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just said something or it's like, that's not the nicest thing I could have said, is it? Right? Right. And, like, I just think that it's, like, the most powerful thing to know that your your partner isn't going to slip. Like, yeah. Not, she's literally hangs you like the moon and the stars. Like Genuinely. She, and I feel like that that's how Dan feels about me. And I, I, you, I have to have... I think we both have the same energy where we have to have that in a partner. Like, I feel like I have to have that. What's crazy... Literally, I can't... Yeah. I cannot doubt that you don't like me all the way. Right. That's another thing. I don't think, like, if I was single, I don't think I could uh, hook up with people. I was telling somebody this. Um, because I don't like you or want to be around you unless you think I am the greatest thing you've ever seen mm-hmm. since Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't even want to entertain you. I don't even want right. to prove it to you, bitch. You want to feel like a queen because that's literally been your experience. Yeah. Um, I love that. I think that's an amazing standard to live by. Yeah. And um, I was going to say something, but I completely forgot. I think it's because I railroaded you and I'm sorry. No, no, that. it's okay. Um, two girls, one railroad. <laughs> that's not good. That's starting no. to get weird. No, it's fine. Um, anyways, I've said all I could say about that topic, <laughs> but... Honestly, too, I don't know what I just said. What was, when was your first kiss? Uh, this is actually, a very, like, I feel like my life's kind of like a movie, but I'm also like, I feel like I'm a main character, like, yeah, mentality about things. But for real, for real, I was like 16 or 17 outside of my chemistry class and my ex kissed me and then I walked into chemistry class and my cute chemistry teacher goes... Looks like Haley and her boyfriend have chemistry. And I was like, I want to die. That's really amazing. Yeah. I had a very nice, I've had a very nice, like, little love experiences and stories. Like, the first time that I had sex, like, it was on my 18th birthday. Like, because. Oh, she's I wanted, legal. Because I wanted it to be, like, I wanted to wait. that For whatever reason, yeah. I had, like, a, you know what I mean? It's just, like, I'm just saying, like, I had a lot of, like. I don't know, movie-like, feels like. Yeah. Cliche. You had a lot of, um, oh. what do they call them? 
I, I can't think. Okay, my brain anyways, is mush right yours? now. Um, my first like general kiss. It's hard to say. I feel like I was one of those weird kids that kissed a lot of like their little neighborhood friends. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. There's so many of those. Dan was one I of know. those. Dan was like, "Yeah, I kissed a girl when I was like four. I was like, "How dare you?" Yeah, and then, um, but I, my first boy kiss. Let me think. Boy um, kiss. You like can a, do a girl kiss. Okay, yeah, my You're first in a girl relationship. Right, my first kiss of like me kissing a girl that was next level was in high school. I was, um, probably seventeen. Maybe 16. How was it? Beautiful. The best. One of the things that I noticed right away in comparison to kissing a boy is that women's faces are soft. Like guys, you know, they they have hair on their face and their lips typically are like, they're just different. Like women take care of their lips and their face. Not to say men don't. Not to say (laughs) men don't. And men should. But that was like the big, I have a thing for Angelina Jolie lips, like larger lips. I feel like a lot of the women that I've been attracted to casually dated or like had a relationship with. They got some smucker puckers? Yeah, they had some smucker puckers. And to me, that's like a must on my top three. Yeah. Vanity list. Yeah. So, um, and no shade on any of my exes, you know what I mean? Dude, I told you, somebody told Dan he had lips so thin it takes him, probably takes him a long time to cool down his soup. <laughs> That's fucked up. That is really mean. Okay. On he the doesn't flip, care. No, because it's funny. It's yeah. Not, it's okay. Anyways. But um, wait, I was going to yeah. tell you, my first boyfriend kiss was my boyfriend, and he's gay. And he's a gay, gorgeous model. And I'm happy for you. Gorgeous, gorgeous gay models. Gorgeous, gorgeous gay models. I just thought it was really funny. Like, my first yeah, official boyfriend ended up being gay. Yeah. I saw his beauty from a mile away. Yeah, you knew. Because you also liked probably a feminine aspect of him. He had beautiful lips. There you go. And he eyes. Smucker puckers. He played the trombone. Like a true champ. Okay. Um. If you know, you know. Yeah, on the flip side of you liking soft faces, mm-hmm. I've always liked hairy-ass grizzly bear people. We like the complete polar opposite. Yeah, that's why we can be friends. Nobody's, like, trying to get each other's person. One funny <laughs> thing that happened between us once, uh, we both, me and Haley were at a friend's house, and it was a guy's house, and um, I, don't know what I was like, I know, you're gonna, you're gonna think it's funny, though. I was like, oh, that smells so musky in here, like... I, th- I think our friend was single at the time, and I was like, he could probably just, like, you know, why do guys have musky smells? Like, if they just lit up a nice essential oil vanilla candle, like, girls would like that. And Haley deadass looked at me and was like, straight girls like musk. Like, yeah. if he put an essential vanilla oil candle, I would think something along the lines of he doesn't like women. Um... I yeah. can't stand musk. I'm not saying I'm trying to give a musky busky or anything, but what I honestly, if Dan like rides his Peloton, I want to like smell the, his armpit. Ugh. Isn't that funny? I got goosebumps. Yeah, I'm sorry. I like, I mean, I like the way you always smell. Like, I always think you smell great, but like, if I'm attracted to you, I like a like manly, deep smell. Yeah. Peyton doesn't smell. She smells like good, clean skin. Yeah, because she probably has the pheromones that match you. I think so. Like, Dan's pheromones match mine. Except for sometimes he's like, you're a little 
wild beast. But she literally barely sweats. I sweat and smell bad. I barely sweat. Like, that's it nice. takes a long time for me to sweat, but I think that's a blood sugar problem, so that's for another episode. <laughs> that's next week's episode. Yeah, it's hard for me to sweat. Like, it takes me a really long time. Also, I have really low, uh, what is it called? Heart, blood pressure? You have blood pressure problems? No, I have low b- blood pressure naturally. Oh, My okay. dentist always tells me that, and she's like... It just it's probably for like people that are really athletic, and I'm like not. You're me. an athlete. You're an Olympic I'm, athlete. Like uh, Kendall Jenner. Yeah, every that blood TikTok. test I've ever had. That's so funny. Um, and she's always like, "I wish I had that." I'm like, "I don't know." But what? it's probably why it takes me so long to sweat. Yeah, are you like a hand holder type? Like, do you and Dan hold hands a lot? Yeah. So yeah, I always hold hands with Bane. Um. Also, hands are really like I feel like sexual. Like, I feel like I'm Especially super attracted to... over on my side. Oh, I guess, yeah. But I just feel like bad man hands really annoy me. Like, I, I can be turned off in an instant. Well, I think we talked about this last week. Yeah, we did. I do not. Like, like, a couple weeks ago. I When I was still dating guys in, like, very early high school, I had grabbed a couple of man hands that were very calloused. Some, some women like that, though. They're like, ooh... Hard-working man hands. I'm just talking about shape, but we don't... I don't want to talk about that anymore because I feel like we already broached the topic. Yeah. Um, What are they... Who's a hot celebrity that you would, like, climb that tree in a second? Ooh. Um... I think I have, like, very regular ones. Like, I think, like... Ryan Gosling, Brad Pitt, Tom Hardy. Like... Tom Hardy? Yeah. He's got some big... He's a basic... He's got some... He got some smucker puckers. Yeah, I guess. Also, like, the guy from Sons of Anarchy that has the long blonde hair. Oh, my God. Also, uh, Casey from Yellowstone. Mm. I Just fe- kiss. I feel like you would like the guy from Riverdale. The redhead boy. Ew. Absolutely I think not. I have... Okay, no. Absolutely Speaking of not. Riverdale, the, the lesbian couple, the redheaded girl. Gorge? Doesn't she look like, like Bella Thorne? I have a thing for redheads. Boys or girls, they're both beautiful. I do too. Whole... Did I tell you that? I think it's no. my Irish blood. No, no, no. You my didn't tell me that. I have a redheaded kid. I have like sixty percent Irish in me. My my grandmother's redhead. She's from Ireland. She literally has an Irish accent. Let's just say I've never seen a not beautiful redhead. Well, actually, that is not true because redheads are either positive or negative. They're either the worst thing you've ever seen in your life or extremely attractive, I feel like. I've seen only extremely attractive redheads. I can show you some. Okay. <laughs> um, someone I think, Zoe Kravitz is... Crazy gorgeous. Wow. Dan's celebrity crush is Aubrey Plaza, and I really appreciate Ooh. that because I feel like... I think I what's a, hot like, same is her swag. She has crazy swag. She's got swag. crazy swaggy. Um, I also think... He's happy it's not just fucking blonde, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know? Yeah, that's boring. Even though I said two blonde hair, blue eyes, Like, boys. we all know and love an American beauty. We can all be like, yeah, wow, I get right. it. But, like, I'm bored. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, I think... Because there's a difference between someone that you think is hot and, like, would definitely take on a date and someone that you're, like, you're clearly beautiful, but I, like, couldn't right. do one right. bad thing to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, but... Oh, I know mine! It's Shia me. LaBeouf. Ew! I know, Shia 
blah, blah, blah. He's so crusty. He's, he's crusty, and I just like how crazy he is. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Like, I, wanna, I get the energy level like, there. Like, I want to just see what it'd be like, you know? Yeah. And I always liked him from Even Stevens, too. What's weird is that, like, I am not a person who could... I mean, just like anyone else on this planet, sure, you can have sex just to have sex, but I... You, okay, wait. Who do you, after this, who do you think, like, y'all would get along celebrity-wise or, like, date very well? Okay, Continue. one second. Yeah. Um, I need to have an emotional connection with someone yeah. to have sex with them, but I ain't gonna say no to a hottie, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what you wanted to pause what I said for? No, no, no. I was gonna say, I wanted to emphasize that I need to have an emo- I can look at someone and think they're the hottest person i've ever seen but if they have a bad personality yeah, you ugly you ugly you ugly like turn off bye-bye and also when i worked at the last work i worked at the last place i worked at if a gorgeous woman came in that i thought was attractive i wouldn't talk to her wouldn't look <laughs> at her wouldn't do one thing because yeah. i'm like you get a lot of attention in your life yeah you have too much yeah and i'd just be like what hi and, you know? And? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, to me, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Um, but who would me and Peyton, like, bring into our relationship as a oh, throuple? Oh, I didn't ask that, but, yeah, sure. Probably the redheaded girl from Riverdale. <laughs> She's fucking fine. Can both agree? Yeah. Can you pull her up on your Both self? of the girls, actually. The Can couple itself. Yeah. Because I'm not going to know what to say. She also is obsessed. Obsessed with the girl from Killing Eve. Don't know. Which is funny because it looks like her. I'm like, you like you? She's like, yeah, I would fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I love that confidence though. Yeah, exactly. Um, Riverdale cast. Let's see. Yeah, I feel like Madeline Petch. Let me look at her. I think I'm saying her right. Yeah, she's pretty. Very pretty. She's stunning. Stunning. Um, and, like, she plays a really spicy character. I feel like some people's photos don't give them justice. Exactly. You want to see them talking, see acting, motion, and motion. And motion. Yeah, how many people have we met? I've I've seen people on Instagram, and then I meet them in person. I'm like, I we get it. About this. Okay, sorry. sorry. Oh, I'm, I'm just, just saying, kidding. Oh, oh. sorry. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Let's say you don't want to say anything else about love. You don't, you haven't asked me any questions. What's your toxic trait in a relationship? Um, we already talked about this, but I can bring out the worst in you or the best in you, and I've said that before. But that's really probably my most toxic trait. I can literally make someone cray cray. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not like it's not like uh manipulative like I'm not manipulative but like I just my genetic makeup either like transforms you to another planet or like takes you to the depths of hell Mm. you know what I feel like I feel like that's like but um another toxic thing about my me in a relationship is I'm I'm actually like kind of um needy and a little bit whiny and I think that most people don't know that what if I was like I can see that I'd be like, yeah, probably because you know me great. But I'm needy and whiny and, like, I'm kind of, I don't like, think you're whiny. Uh, yeah, because you don't know. Oh. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, what you wouldn't know is that I'm actually pretty whiny. But we're two different people. When you're around your partner, yeah, you're, like, you're a different. different person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Um, Probably that... I already talked about this, so it's boring. It's not new. I'm, like, emotion, uh, Not emotionally. Um physically needy like I just I smother Peyton sometimes yeah. like she'll be in bed relaxing and I'm like coming back like rolling oh, yeah. onto her I'm That's like me. I want kisses I want like and she's like yeah sensory overload sometimes you know yeah, what I mean yeah. I feel I like, like I can be sensory overload we're the, to the we're max the exact same then in that way because that's how Dan is Dan it's not that Dan doesn't want me he's just like what why are you doing this you're attacking me you're literally it's too much and I'm like I don't understand how it's too much I'll be holding her in bed like cuddles and she's like I'm physically sweating <laughs> <laughs> um really funny. okay um what was I going to say? Um, so, okay, they say love makes you do crazy things. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Oh, God. For love. Or when, when in love. Um, probably, like, make impulsive decisions about, like, trying to impress someone. Like, I, if I'm dating you, like... I guess in love, but... You're like Casanova, I feel like. You're just yeah. like, oh, God. I'm, I'm kind like... of a love bomber, which I've come to find out is super toxic. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all learning something about yeah, ourselves we're here. We're all learning here. Like, it makes sense, though, because you're trying to put your best foot forward. You're trying to make that person feel special, and... But sometimes it's too much. Like, all in good time, babes. You know what I mean? If someone's rush love bombing you, I feel like you need to look at them with a little bit of suspicion. Yeah. But with Peyton, I love to go all out. Like I, every holiday it's hard for, I have to give myself a talk. Like don't buy her a shit ton of balloons and chocolates and facial care and like do, do the most, you know, even with the, um, road trip. Like I just like big impulsive decisions to like show out. Based yeah. on love. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll spend whatever. Yeah. If I got it in the bank, it's going. <laughs> and I've had to put a limit on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. What are you all doing for Valentine's Day? You said you're going to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. I made some reservations at this really, really adorable restaurant. I want to see. I need to see. It's called the Rosalie. Look it up on Instagram. And um, Peyton's favorite food is Italian food. And yeah. the interior is, like, chic, garden, beautiful. Ooh. Just, like... A good little experience, and we're going for lunch instead of dinner. I wanted the vibe to be, like, romantic date night, but I think energetic, cute lunch is better. I think that's so nice, too. You know? Yeah, and the weather's really nice right now. And I don't get to take her out to nice restaurants all the time, so I just wanted to do something a little simple, cute. Yeah. Casual with a little flex undertone. Dan and I do not um, do stuff for Valentine's Day, usually. Um... I know our first Valentine's, he got me, like, radio tickets, so that was really cute. That's but very cute. We usually just, like, buy whatever candy we want and, like, just... Oh, that sounds so good. Like, take get takeout and chill on the couch. We just don't care. Like, yeah. also, I, Dan and I are not cheesy. Like, we... Like, I... Y'all aren't cheesy. We're not. It's yeah. so weird. We are we're, we're dairy-free in this household. I'm so... So cheese ball. Yeah, and I don't to the max. Like I don't want to be like berated with like chocolates and roses and like I like it like on a in a bl- on a blue moon. I'll be like, wow, this is like so sweet. Like champagne. Oh my god, you shouldn't right, have. Right. But like, 
really 99% of the time, I'd rather not. I'm like, I'm okay. Like, I'm good. Like, I want, like, I'd rather, like, watch our favorite show together than, like, have to go and do and blah, blah, blah. I think that's, like, beautiful and comfortable. I think what most people like about the gifts and all that is the effort attached yeah. to it. You know what I mean? And I feel like I'm getting effort every day in other ways. Yes. Where I'm, that cup's That's important. Filled. And I feel like also it could be a catch-22 because, sure, your partner, like, buys you roses, but, like, every single year the same fucking thing. I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> snore. Yeah, I Dan uh, did have, like, flowers, like, delivered, and I fe- felt like it was thoughtful, but I cared more about him getting on the phone, calling right. to order, than I cared about the roses. Definitely. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. It's, you know? Yeah. So, I do think that if you're not getting that often, like, that's, like, you know, use this holiday as that, but I really could care less. Um, I feel like I care about my birthday a lot, and I think he knows that, and I care about... Um, our dating anniversary a lot. Like, I kind of forgot our wedding anniversary, but I need to remember it. I think I remember it, but, like, um, there's just, like, we care about different things, I think. Yeah, and I like to kind of do special things throughout the year, not just on holidays, but when Peyton used to work, I would, like, surprise DoorDash her some lunch to work or, like, donuts for her, like, team and her or, like, just something to be, like, I'm thinking about you. I still want to spoil even though, like, it's a regular Tuesday. Yeah, I just don't think... Yeah, exactly, exactly. But But it's um, not, like, necessary all the time and it can be, like, very costly and not everyone has the means and not everyone, like, wants to fucking do that or receive that. Um, yeah, I remember growing up, I never got... Okay, I never got asked one time for a dance. I know we have to go. And I also, um, every single Valentine's Day, my little sister Mo would have a big-ass teddy bear, four boxes of chocolates. Suitors out the wazoo. Three things of flowers. We would have to help her carry all her shit home every fucking Valentine's Day, me and my other sisters. And we'd be like, what is this bitch doing? Like, swear to God. She had that magical spell. Yeah. She got that Momo. I can kind of sense that. She got that Momo, Momo Jojo. She got that Momo Jomo. <laughs> yeah, I never had suitors. No one asked me to one dance. Never had, like, people being like, yo. <laughs> and if they were, they were, like, weirdos. Yeah. No offense. Sorry. She's going to be like, I have to apologize that I said weirdos. No, I'm sticking to it. Oh, okay. If you a weirdo, you a weirdo. Um, but yeah, so um, it was always it would always make my mom like die laughing. She's like, "What are you doing, Mariah?" Like, so can I ask you a married thing? Yeah, I've heard this. It could be an urban legend, but okay. I've heard that when you put a ring on your finger, you get hit on more by guys. Is that true? Uh, no. I always call it my cock block. That's nice. Yeah. No, I think for the, when I first got married, I definitely had more suitors. Like I was like, but I think it's one of those things like when you first get into a relationship, everybody comes out the woodworks, you know what I mean? So when we first, um, got engaged, like a lot of people were like, oh, trying to shoot their shot. And I was like, what are you talking about? I've been with this boy forever. So get out of here. But since then I have had no one. No one even tried me. Yeah. Honestly, I feel sad sometimes because, like, usually at work, like, like, somebody would be like, hey, What am I, chop liver over yeah. here? So yeah, like, so I always, like, make a joke and my coworkers always laugh, but um, I'm so happy to have the ring on. I always fly, to, fly under the radar. Like, I don't get hit on by men. I don't get hit on by women. I get hit on by no one. And sometimes that's, like, the best. When I worked at Snap and had short hair, I was getting people to... To give me their numbers sometimes. Or they'd be like, can I get your number? Whoa. They're like, can I get your Snap Rewards number? They're like, can I get your number? Right. That's funny. 
Um, I think, like, the short hair made people think I was a little bit more spicy than I was. Uh, you're spicy. Oh, yeah, I am, for sure. Oh, my God, I want to eat ramen right now. Ooh, I want to eat ramen every lunch day. Lunch break, baby. So, anyway, is there anything you want to say to the singles Honestly, and, the, too much. and the dingles out there? To the singles and the dingles. You haven't said to... enough, in my opinion. No, I've said too much. I've said way too much. It's um honestly, I did not think this was going this way, but it already it did. So whatever, you know. Um, no regrets. You can apologize next week with me. I'm not regretting anything. I'm just saying. I thought we were like we're gonna talk about different things, and it just turned into like. What did we have on the list that we didn't talk about? Do you want to pull your tarot and just lick your wounds of it? I wanted to pull my tarot and call the pharaoh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we gotta pull our tarot. Okay, let me um, put my energy This is the vibe of the week. I feel like, okay, for real, though, I've been drained. Mm -hmm. Drained. Like, exhausted. Can't sleep at night. So exhausted. And I've been so, like, don't care, don't want to do anything. Is that weird? Everyone needs rest at times, so. Yeah, but I'm usually just, like, a wild animal. Ugh. Okay, we're mixing up the cards, people. We're pulling our tarot, Barrow. I'm ready to Google whatever card you pull. Okay. I'm I'm going to make it into a nice deck, and then I'm going to pull the one that... And I'm assuming no one sent you in some questions for good cop, uh, bad cop this week. Oh, I forgot. You didn't announce it. I didn't announce it. We could it. have had some juicy relationship questions. Okay, we're going to do that. All right, I'm going to... Maybe I'll put it out to, when I post the podcast for next week, you know? Yeah, yeah. Of, like, the posting. Okay. So the card I'm choosing is... Nine of Wands, upright, facing me. Knight of Wands. Nine. Oh, Nine of Wands. And it looks like you. Swear to God, wears a bandana and has a short hair like you. Nine of Wands, upright. Okay, let's see. Let's get into. What do you think it's it. gonna? What do you think it's gonna represent? I think it uh, represents like somebody who is about to set out on a journey. She looks like she's wounded, but she looks like she's like powerful. Ooh. Maybe that's accurate. It says upright nine of wands. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The nine of wands tarot card is one that symbolizes great hope, even when one is faced by many problems that threaten to make them lose their balance. The nine of wands symbolizes one's life, which has undergone too many trials, but through their determination and will, they were able to overcome them. These one battles are symbolized by the eight upright wands. However, there are still more trials that the person may face. This can be one major trial or challenge that they are supposed to face for them to reach their goal or be successful in their quest. We're almost done. The card is a sign of hope and encouragement that you should face your trials with courage so that you may attain success. Makes sense. That's good. Okay. Um, Mine. Mine. Mine, mine is mine. fine. Eight of pentacles. Look at that. Oh. That looks like Peyton. That's like Peyton. I know. That looks like All Peyton. Right. Okay, let's see what it's about. Um, what do you think it's about? Uh, I say somebody who's working on their art form. Okay, like putting in some work and focus. Yeah, with the city behind, the world behind her awaits. Yeah. Okay. I'm freezing. This is the vibe of my week. Let's see. Let's talk what? about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. I was trying to use the same website. Um, one second. I'm so, so sorry. I'm trying to Google and find. 
Okay. Upright eight of pentacles meaning. We're ready. Let's talk about it. This card indicates a time that you have to work hard and focus entirely on your tasks. Ooh. This is not necessarily a negative situation, but this means that you must really strive to be the best. <clears throat> the task that you need to accomplish can be personal or professional. No matter what type of task it is, do not be afraid to ask for help when things get overwhelming. The Eight of Pentacles refers to the efforts that you undertake. There is a possibility that there will be a lot of things that you need to address. Hard work is essential, but you still need to find a balance. That kind of touches on what we talked about. Life and relationships are hard work. Yeah. Also, I think this is, in my opinion, it's talking about like, Keep doing what you're doing with your business. Yeah, for sure. I took that on the business chin. Um, yeah, I also want to say before we got on this podcast, I went to the bathroom and my underwear were inside out. Everybody has those days. Is that weird? Yeah, it's I've like, done how that. How did I make that mistake? Right. I mean, it wasn't a mistake. It was just a mishap. I like to wake up sometimes and my t-shirt's inside out. Yeah. You know? It's a funny That's thing. That's how you know you had a good night. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Haley on the Daily podcast. And as always, um, click it, stick it, lick it, bop it. Just subscribe. Um, We love that you are listening and we would love to hear what you think. So please follow us on IG, Haley on the Dailies at Haley on the Dailies or Haley on the Daily Pod or at Val Val Correa. Um, We want to know what you're thinking. Um, We would like to know if you need any good advice or bad advice. So send in your questions every week and we cannot wait to see if they will be featured on the podcast. Everything, as always, will be in the the, 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 the description below. And um, we can't wait for next week. Ta-ta.